Hey, it's summer, it's Wednesday, and that means it's time for another 2023 UNC basketball roster preview. We're just rolling right through the freshmen right now, so here's who we're doing today. The leading ACC scorer of all time combined with the coin that the man Thomas Jefferson's on. Pack, who is it? The four-level scorer, Tyler Nickel. Tyler Nickel, let's do it. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked On Tar Heels podcast. I'm your host, Isaac Shade. As he is every Wednesday, the man Pat Kilby is with me. And it is a great day to be a Tar Heel. I want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels your first listen or your first watch every single day. For those of you watching on YouTube, please subscribe there. Go ahead and smash the like button. Tell us what you love about Tyler Nickel. I'm showing all the nickels dropping out. There you go. Oh, man. But, Pac, before we get to Tyler Nickel, there's some great stuff happening on the diamond for the Tar Heels. These dudes came back from the brink of elimination. Uh, we're talking about it a whole bunch on tomorrow's show, but I know uh, because of where you live in the Oklahoma City area, you were really hoping that Oklahoma State could do their job, bring that Super Regional to Stillwater so you could go watch it. What, what happened to the Cowboys? They pulled the old poke choke. <laughs> they did what they do which I is never heard that <laughs> yeah <laughs> the Pope so, joke I love it yeah my my father-in-law is a big Oklahoma State fan so we give him a lot of a uh, lot of crap about that we call it the Pope joke all the time but and that's Gosh. exactly what they did it was just like softball they just they get to host a regional I'm I'm super excited I'm thinking I'm going to get to watch the Tar Heels play and they choked it away. But the good news is that Carolina's going to be hosting a Super Regional now, so I guess it's kind of a catch-22 in that that sense. Yeah, man, it is going to be lit this weekend in Boshomer Stadium. Pac won't be there. I won't be there. But you best believe we are going to be cheering on those dudes like crazy. And so we're going to talk about all the Carolina baseball exploits in full on tomorrow's show. But today... We got to talk about this man, Tyler Nichols. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nichols everywhere on my floor right now. Pack, tell us about this man. Yeah, so T Nick is from the uh, what I call the DMV. So you got DC, Maryland, and Virginia. That's the triangle of some of the best players in the country. And Tyler's coming to us from Elkton, Virginia, uh, East Rockingham High School, team loaded for AAU. Um, six eight, two hundred and ten pounds. So he's got, dude's got a good frame. I mean, he's just, he does. Yeah. he's, he's. I mean, he's got the the size, but um, he's strong. He's got that good thick build, and uh, so I think you know that's definitely a positive for him. Um, and rankings, ESPN, he's ninety uh, first. Um, rivals and two four seven have him at eighty eighty one. And then the 247 composite has him at 75. So he's consensus top 100 player in the country, uh, four star. And then I think we all know he's a super, super special scorer. He can score the ball really, really well. Yeah. 
So, somebody's bringing that average down. If ESPN rivals and 247 sports are all 80 plus, somebody's bringing it down to get us down to that 75 marker that he's yeah. ranked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goodness. Well, I, uh, he seems like the kind of guy that is like, yeah, I know that's, I know that's where you guys have me ranked, but I'm just about to pop off a little bit here. <laughs> Absolutely. He's kind of a, uh, under the radar, I think is a good way to put it. I know he's, it's hard to say that he's a four star and he's top 100, but how many people have really heard of him? You know, I don't know. And not a ton of the, the top, top, top tier schools were on him. Um, but I kind of like that. I, I like the fact that North Carolina was the only one because that means that they see something special in him. And I trust our staff's um, vision for the program, but also I think he's going to be on a mission to prove Carolina right. Yeah. I wonder if that has anything to do with like, it's kind of similar to Mac McClung who came out of a similar area in Virginia of like people kind of doubt the, the talent level that he's the competition level that he's playing against. And it's like, yeah, you're scoring all these points, but it's against dudes like my height. I'm five eleven, you know, like, um, and so I wonder if there's just this, we, we don't really know what you are because of where you come from and, and the competition you played against. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I, I've thought that, you know, but here's one thing to remember. Um, now is he playing Oak Hill every Friday night? No, he's not. But the state of Virginia is traditionally known for producing really, really quality basketball players Lots of lots of players there, lots of talent, lots of competition there. And so he's – I mean, he's not – like I said, he's not playing Oak Hill. He's not playing Brewster, all those, you know, top-tier prep schools. But he's still playing good talent. Don't, don't get me wrong. And when you're – you know, he's his state's all-time leading scorer. When you're that, you're really <laughs> good. I don't care if you're in Idaho or what. You, that means you can score. So. That's right. It's like, I don't care if you're playing at the FCS level in football. If you go undefeated, it's hard to go undefeated against any level of competition, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Like, yeah, like the dude, man, like, come on, folks, get that through your head. All-time leading scorer in the state of Virginia. I mean, that's, it's absurd, Pac. It's absurd. Yes, so, it is. And, and our man, T-Nick, has been committed to the Tar Heels uh, for um, a good length of time now, committed back in the fall before his um, senior season started. Uh, back It was September 15th uh, of 2021. And so as somebody that's worked a lot with these kids, what does it mean to them when they're able to commit like before their senior year there really gets going? Does that, does that take some pressure off their shoulders? Yeah, for sure. And, and not just pressure, but where their focus lies. You know, mm. if you're trying to compete in a season and prep and have the best season you can have and um, accomplish all your goals, but you're still focused on where am I going to go to school and I've got to take all these recruiting visits. And uh, not only do I have practice and film and weights, I've got to take phone calls from this coach and that coach. And so you get to put all that behind you. And not only that, but it's beneficial because Coach Davis or Coach Lebo or Coach May, whoever can say, hey, this is what we would like to see you work on. This is mm-hmm. where we would like to see you grow. This is how you can get on the floor for us as soon as you get to campus. And they can focus on that and not yeah. focus on what am I going to do 
after this. And so it's, it, you know, it takes a lot of pressure, but it also allows them to be able to focus on what they need to focus on. Yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah. That's really helpful insight from someone that's working with kids literally at that age. And so, Mm -hmm. uh, I hope those of you listening can kind of take that to heart and, and hear what PAC is saying there. And so you said that, um, it wasn't the, the elite, cream of the crop schools that were recruiting him along with Carolina. Um, I believe he came down to a a final five of Carolina and four other schools. Who, who were those other squads? Yeah. So you got, um, Iowa, Virginia tech, LSU and Butler. Um, and really, I think that was your final five. I think, you know, if, if he were to sit down and tell you the truth, I think it would really be North Carolina and Iowa, Mm. possibly Virginia tech. And then, then Butler and LSU. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he, Iowa was on him pretty hard. They they wanted him badly. Yeah, and so it's interesting to me because while we're not talking about North Carolina versus Kentucky and Duke and Kansas in this one, it it is t- like you look at Iowa. They've been right at the top of the Big Ten the past couple of years. You look at Virginia Tech. Um, they they are competing. At, at the height of the ACC right now and got some of their mm-hmm. great guys, like Justin Mutz is coming back. You've got LSU <laughs> dropping bags everywhere with Will <laughs> Wade under scrutiny, but they've been playing. The on-court product has been good, and Butler's always a, a solid team as well. And so while it's not uh, the elite of the elite Blue Bloods, you do have a lot of teams that are really um, strong nationally looking for him. Yeah, you bet. Um, I know we'll probably get into this a little bit later, but yeah, you know, a yeah. school like Iowa, that's really a good fit for Nickel because he's like we said, he scores a lot, and Iowa scores a lot. And scores so a lot. That's I could right. see where he would be interested because when you start talking about fit and how they would fit to his game, I think it would be a really, really good fit. Um, so mm. it was a big time, big time recruiting win for the Tar Heels when we landed Tyler. Love that. Well, uh, a couple of things uh, are when we're talking about Tyler's social media, when if you want to follow him on Twitter, it's at ABG underscore TNIC5, the number five. And then on Instagram, it's very similar, but a little bit different. So make sure you catch this ABG dot TNIC, no five on the end. So at ABG underscore TNIC5 on Twitter, ABG dot TNIC on Instagram. And so as Pac has alluded to, we got a guy who might be able to do some good things on the offensive side. Is defense going to hold up? We're going to have to look into that to figure it out after I tell you just a little bit about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting stats and info. So find all the latest sports developments, news, odds, including the NBA Finals going on right now. As of when we record this, it's one game apiece heading back to Boston. Uh, The NHL Hockey Conference Finals, MLB going on. And of course, all the latest fighting news um, from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering info, including live betting, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. Well, I have an important favor to ask you. We at Lockdown have put together a survey to help us learn a little bit more about the audience. 
this is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you think is terrible <laughs> about Locked On Podcasts as they are right now. And so we'd love to hear from you uh, through this survey how we can improve. To do so, go to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey to get started. It's not going to take you very long, and everyone that fills out a survey is going to be eligible to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. So to take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey. Thank you so much for your help in doing that. Okay, Pac, it is time for us to unpack Tyler Nichols' game, T. Nick. Uh, you know what? Well, no, I'll talk about this later. I just had an idea with our nickels here, and I can't wait to share what literally just came to my head right now. In a moment. It's going <laughs> to blow your mind. Um, we need to unpack this dude's game. We've already alluded a little bit to where he needs to grow, um, but we, we've already really begun to dive in to where his strengths are. And so let me ask you this question the same way we always do. Tyler Nickel could play for the Tar Heels right now because of this skill. His ability to shoot the basketball, it's, man, it's high level. And it's, golly, he's, when he's able to catch and shoot, it's going in. Like, it's going in. So, and that's cool because, you know, we kind of got, as a fan base, I feel like we kind of got that way with Brady. We were like, yeah. oh, Brady's shooting. Like, it's going in. Or if if it doesn't this time, like the next three are going in. So, um Tyler's kind of going to spoil us in that way. And man, like I've been saying this for years. I'm so glad we're getting someone like him that just literally can stretch the floor. I mean, I feel like we haven't had someone like that. That's just a floor stretcher since maybe Wayne Ellington. Mm. Um, You know, because Wayne to to this level anyway. Yeah. 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 Where, I mean, that's just like what his specialty is. Like, he's just a sniper. He's going to come out there and just knock down shots, knock down shots, knock down shots. And so, um, yeah, he's an elite-level shooter and very smooth. Got a smooth stroke. Um, I think he's going to be – just be able to help us day one with that. I mean, that's basketball. You can shoot, you can play. Absolutely. And and even when we think about Wayne Ellington, we're talking about that dude that's 6'5". This (laughs) – we got Nickel coming in at six eight. Like you already yep. said, his frame is just phenomenal and is going to um, even more allow him to be that just shot maker. Yes. Yeah. With with like Cam Johnson size, you know. Yeah. And like yeah. That's great. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so so here's my nickel thing. Tyler obviously uh, because he's gonna want to score a ton isn't gonna be dropping too many dimes. And uh, so, and since he won't be passing out assists when he's just raining it in, we can just say Tyler's dropping nickels, and we can just toss <laughs> nickels up in the air like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Okay, need, that's what we're doing. We need to and then, uh, have him on a gif where he's just tossing yes, nickels like that, so them. we can drop that on the timeline. But look, he's and, going and off. here's how we can be helpful to people: is then the. The Smith Center staff comes along after the game, sweeps up all the nickels, and it's donated to a charity. See? Like, there we come go. on, man. Perfect. I've got this whole thing figured out. It's a win-win. If I can just clean up all these nickels on my <laughs> floor. So, um, what what are what are some of what like sets him apart? You know, I, I know we've talked about he's this guy coming from Virginia. Maybe people don't respect that as much. What what does 
set somebody like Tyler Nickel apart that Hubert Davis wants him. Yeah, so Tyler is what I call efficient. He's, mm. um, and that's where, it, I want to kind of break him down for a minute because whenever you think, at least me, whenever I think of somebody that's their state's all-time leading scorer or, wow, man, they can really score the basketball, I think of somebody that's primarily got the ball in their hands a lot. They handle the ball a lot. They're, you know, maybe a point guard or a shooting guard. They're always in ball screens. They can get to the rim. Tyler's not really like that. He's not going to break you down. He's not going to blow by you. He's not a freak athlete. He's just efficient with the basketball. Mm, And here's what's really cool about Tyler. I was thinking about this earlier. What you need to effectively guard Tyler is somebody kind of like Leaky Black, who's Mm. got height and he's got length and he's able to uh, be disciplined enough to stay on the ground and contest shots. Now, here's the cool thing about Tyler playing for Carolina. Are you going to put your Leaky Black on Tyler Nickel or are you going to worry about Trimble and Puff and Dontrez and RJ and Gigi you're not going to put your – what I'm saying is you're not going to put your leaky on Tyler Nickel, which means Tyler Nichols is going to score. Yes. And he's going to score efficiently. And so he's a matchup nightmare because of that. Because Positionally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he doesn't have to do it with the ball in his hand. He can post you up and he can – because he's got the build and he's got the strength. Yeah. His, his mid-range turnaround fadeaway, dirty. And if he's on the perimeter, he's a threat. Even if you are guarding him well, he's a threat. And so yeah. um, he's dude, he's going to be awesome to watch offensively. He's, he's you know very what's, efficient. What's cool to me about what you just said is the flip side of what's cool about him playing for North Carolina is Le- somebody like Leaky Black. Oh, I don't know. Let's say Leaky Black will be guarding him at practice every day. <laughs> and so he takes what he's already offensively good at and gets to learn from a super senior who would like his similar body type, like how, how do I score against the ACC's best defender? Right. Like what, like that's just going to be such a win for him right out of the gate, his freshman season. Yeah, it is. And that's dude. what you just said is literally Carolina basketball in a nutshell. It's older guys investing in younger guys to continue a tradition. That's college basketball's best. And that's (laughs) dude, that's Carolina basketball. Yeah. Man, and whether that's current roster guys or, or guys they're playing against in the summer, man, huge win, huge yep. win. I love that. So, what about the flip side? What, what uh, if if uh, what would stop Tyler Nickel from seeing the floor immediately at Carolina? Yeah. So, um, you know, I mentioned on the offensive side, he's not he's not a freak athlete, and like we said with Jalen, disclaimer. He's a good athlete. We're talking about Division One athletes <laughs> here. He's not a top-tier Division One athlete. Um, and so with that, I think, you know, people are going to test him in the ball screens, and they're going to test him in isolation, and he's going to sure. have to prove that he can guard. Now, where he's strong on the defensive end is the fact that he is strong. He's got a good build. You're not just going to bully him. Um, he has a strong mentality. I think he's he's not afraid to be physical. He's not afraid to be a dog. He's not afraid to go rebound. 
I literally just think foot speed is a question mark. Um, and that's something he's got to work on. And, and you know what, he may get out there and prove that that's not an issue. Um, but until we see him guard the top guards in the country, that would be my question mark for him. Yeah. And the nice thing is I, I would guess that that six, eight, two ten frame at the, at the three is going to give him probably a, a height and size advantage over s- several uh, people he's guarding. Wouldn't you expect? Yeah, absolutely. And, that's a positive and a question mark all at the same time because yeah. you know how the game's trending. Like, yeah, um, it's a good point. You know, Great point. You, you look a few years back it, um, when Auburn just ran us out of the gym in the NCAA tournament. They were like four guards and a post, and so <laughs> it's hard to stay in front of them. And of course, we were the tail end of Roy Williams' career, which was three out, two in, and right. we didn't have a lot of foot speed on the court. And so I think we're better suited now, but you just never know matchups play such a key role in today's game yeah yeah that's so true and that's the good thing about a coach like hubert davis though is he's he's think like pays so much attention to that that he's gonna put tyler in positions to win i would imagine absolutely uh, that's his goal and so um you're you're preparing to face tyler nickel you're an opposing coach is that kind of where you're gonna go to try to exploit him is like uh, the the kind of ISO and ball screen scenarios you were talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would definitely, I think more so than ball screens, I would just try to try to get ISO. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, open up double gaps or what, what we call mm. double gaps. It's getting him guarding the ball with space and let people get downhill on him and see how that pans out. Um, and then the other thing I think I would do uh, is just chase him. You know, when he's on offense, defensively, we would chase him off every screen mm. and just basically be in his hip pocket and force yeah. him to put the basketball on the floor. Yeah. Um, now, even then, the kid can really score, and that would be tough to, <laughs> tough to guard him. But make him make plays over the top, uh, yeah. I think, is, is the best bet. But uh, when you talk about him being on the floor with – three or four other four and five star players and it's virtually impossible. (laughs) Or it's going to be tough. Because he's going to be, you know, at at least early. Dude, he seems like the type of guy that his junior year could be like, comes out of nowhere and just bursts on the national scene all of a sudden, you know. But like this first or second year, as you're alluding to, he's when he's on the floor, he's probably third, fourth, maybe even fifth fifth depending on who else is out there with him on, on the opponent's chart and so yeah. he's as you've said earlier he's not going to have leaky black guarding him and so that'll be man yeah he, he's gonna have a little more freedom than maybe sometimes he's been used to so that'll yeah. be all sorts of interesting to look at well you know what one of the ways tyler nickel can keep working and keep growing is to keep eating so i need to tell you all a little bit about built bar Hey, Pat Kilby, don't you love a chewy, chocolatey brownie? Oh, man, I know that I do. Hey, what about a caramel? Some little caramel drizzled on that brownie. Wouldn't you love that? Oh, Oh, man, so tasty. Come on. 
So what if I told you that you can have all of that all in one bar from Built Bar, plus 17 grams of protein? You're not getting that in a normal caramel brownie. Well, my friend, you are in luck because caramel brownie bars are available at Built.com right now, and you gotta act fast because these are a fan favorite and they're going quick. The macros are unreal, just 130 calories. I've already referenced 17 grams of protein and yet only four grams of sugar. I know that Coach Pat Kilby would want that for his basketball team, and I want it just because I don't like to exercise, and so <laughs> that's good for me. The best part, though, caramel brownie bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. With Built, you don't have to sacrifice tasty for healthy. You can have both. And all of Built's bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. There's a million reasons you should try Built Bars, but for now, let's just say that Caramel Brownie will rock your world, and that is not an understatement. With Built, Tasty is the new healthy, so go to Built.com to get your box of Caramel Brownie Bars right now. And while you're there, you can use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off that order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Oh man, Tyler Nickel is coming and folks better be ready for this four level score to just pull up at any moment or come in on them. And uh, so I know that Carolina fans are anxious to say like, man, who does Tyler Nichols game remind me of? Who does he look like? What, what can we do? And so um, let's, let's unpack that a little bit, Pac. Who maybe as a Tar Heel, who uh, reminds you of him? And then secondarily, let's, let's look at a NBA comp, either past or present. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my Carolina comp, I actually, I mean, I feel like I feel pretty confident in this comp. It's uh, PJ Hairston. Mm. And, you know, for those of Carolina fans, y'all remember PJ, the dude was gifted offensively. Now, he didn't pan out because he had some, you know, issues in his personal <laughs> life. And, um, yeah. but golly, that dude. So he's like Tyler in the sense that they've never met a shot they didn't like. You know, they, <laughs> they've they never felt uncomfortable shooting the ball. They don't lack for confidence. They don't. And they also have similar body types. You know, they've got that thicker, stronger body type. And so now Tyler's a little bit bigger height-wise, yeah. but yeah. They, they remind me of each other. They can bring that physicality. They've got confidence. They both can fill it up. And so I really like that comparison. And, I think yeah. Tyler's got his head screwed on straight. I don't. I don't think that he's like PJ in that way, but I do think they're very similar in the way that they play. Yeah, absolutely, man. Just, just swagger like oozing out of their ears on both of those guys. Like it's so ridiculous. What What about at the uh, at the NBA level? Yeah. So this one, it took me a little bit, but man, I you know I mentioned earlier. I'm gonna kind of set the table here. I mentioned earlier. Um, that Tyler's really efficient with the ball. He doesn't have to mm. dribble a lot to score. And that in itself made me think his comp is Mello. Mm. Um, and and Mello is, you know, he's never killed anybody with his athleticism. Mello, Mello's skilled. He he can face up mid-range and knock down that jumper. He's got the fadeaway. He can shoot the three. Um, and that's that's Tyler. And, you know, they they just they have all these things in their bag to score, but none of them involve putting the ball on the floor. And so that's where I, I relate him to, to Mello. Interesting. 
And not for Melo. I mean, honestly, you know, you think about like at the NBA level, that's part of, or excuse me, at the <laughs> NBA, that's what we're talking about. At the um, Olympic level, the FIBA level, like that's part of what has always made Carmelo so dynamic in that environment. It's his just ability to score and kind of some of the different rules and stuff. And so it's interesting to think about Tyler in that vein as well as somebody that with a little bit of a different rule and, uh, you know, some of the settings in that way that he, his... Um, what he brings to the team could even grow beyond what we think of and know of right now. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's that's pretty wacky. Mello, what a guy. Uh, I know Coach <laughs> Williams has some uh, unfond memories of Mello because uh, they, they had a national championship, maybe one there. But, yeah, uh, you know well, what, that, 05. That post-game interview, that Roy Williams post-game interview after the Syracuse loss, when they asked him about whether he was coming to North Carolina or not, that was one of my, that's one of my all time favorites right there. (laughs) I won't repeat what he said, but it's, it's worth going back to watch. (laughs) Oh man. Pac, let's talk about why, why we're just so excited for Tyler to be at Tar Heel. Yeah. Tyler, man, I'm excited because the way that he fits to the team, I think is just, it's darn near perfect. He's, Mm. he's what, I love to see Hubert getting him because I, I think he's what we've needed for a while. Um, and, and you can you can see the transition and, and Hubert's fingerprints all over the program is we're getting guys that stretch the floor and that are tough to guard. And you've really got to figure out how you want to handle them. But that's what Tyler is, man. Like you're going to have to spend – there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights for a lot of coaches trying to figure out how in the world they're going to guard the Tar Heels. And so – he like he's a type of guy, and I mean this. He can step on the floor immediately and help us offensively. Um, you know, Puff Puff is probably going to start in that four spot next year. Um, Don Trez is probably going to play a lot of minutes. But what Tyler offers that those two necessarily don't, unless they have a lot of growth in the off season, those two aren't great scorers. And Tyler offers that, and I think, and there's a chance he could help us right off the bat with that. And yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm really excited about the way he fits. Yeah, because what a that's a perfect uh, player to be able to bring off the bench. Like it's just that microwave scoring punch immediately. Because so often when you know, like a second unit is on the floor, you hear announcers start saying, "All right, well, where are the Tar Heels going to find offense now?" It's Tyler freaking Nickel. The dude's gonna <laughs> dr- like he could be the leading scorer for the second. No, I'll probably be Trimble. Anyway, uh, like my goodness, like this second unit could be really potent offensively. Yeah. Um, so, but that, that to me begs the question, if we're concerned about him defensively, can, can offense offset that because of the sheer volume of how much he's scoring? Absolutely. And, you know, I think I kind of want to go back to what you just said real quick. Go, you said the, the, the second unit could be, could be nickel. It could be Trimble. It could be, that's what's awesome. And that's what makes you know, you see championship level teams, they've got multiple guys that can get it done. And that is what Carolina's bringing to the table is, you know, one night it could be Caleb Love, one night it could be Baycott, one night it could be RJ, one night it could be Brady. That's what we saw last year. Yeah. Well, our future is one night it could be Trimble, one night it could be Nickel, one night it could be GG, one night it could be, you know, whoever, Wiltshire. And so, 
that's man dude that that just pumps me up i'm just i wanted to go back to that because i'm excited about that because when you have teams like that where multiple guys can step up and get the job done that's where you're talking about winning ncaa championships and so so forth but and with you bringing in those names like Gigi and Simeon, now we're not talk, just talking about this year. We're talking about the next two, three years, which is yes. like you, yeah. you. there's a comfort in that, even in an era of transfer portal and some of these guys are going to leave for the draft. But there's got to be some of them that stick around for the next two, three years, and I love that. And so yeah. um, I don't want to get you too far off course, though. My, my other question was, does this sheer scoring output have the ability to offset what we can do defensively? Yeah, I, you know, I think so. And you've got to be really careful because you don't want to hang your hat on that. Um, because here, here's the end of the day. And we say this all the time, even at the high school level, and I know that they say it at the college level. You can't always rely on the ball going in the basket. Exactly. And exactly. you're going to have your off nights. You're not going to shoot the ball well. Teams are going to guard you well. You're going to play in tough gyms and on the road, and you're going to get exhausted. And you've got to be able to hang your hat on, hey, we're not scoring. We've got to get stops. And so, Tyler, I mean, to answer your question, I don't believe that offense can can offset defense efficiently enough to win at a high level. But I do think that Tyler is the type of kid that he's going to make sure he's not a liability. And Hubert is the type of coach, like you mentioned earlier, is going to make sure that he's in a position to succeed. And we're not going to have to worry about that, hopefully, as much as what we've talked about tonight. Yeah, And we learned this past year that if if you're not going to be able to, if you are going to be a defensive liability, you're not going to be on the court. That's what happened with Kerwin Walton. Like, I don't care if you're the greatest freshman three-point shooter in Carolina history. If you are a defensive liability, which he was this past year, you won't see the court. And because of the competitor that Tyler Nickel is, he is going to do what he needs to do to not be a liability. Not to mention, we've already talked about how he's got Leaky Black in his corner. Oh, and by the way, there's a little guy on the bench named Jackie Manuel helping guide the way as well, who knows a thing or two about defense. Now... We something interesting, um, Pac is you kind of started to allude to this earlier. Is the second team of his choosing was Iowa, who is known for their their offense and being a shoddy defensive team. Is there is there anything to that? Yeah, I mean, I think so. And you know, this is you know, you can kind of stick this in your back pocket if you want. But anytime you're looking at recruiting, and you see Iowa is on a kid that means they think they can really score the basketball. And so uh, Fran McCaffrey, he's the head coach at Iowa. He's, in my opinion, and and I think it's pretty widely known, he's one of the best offensive minds in college basketball. Year in, year out, Iowa's among the top offenses in the country, statistically speaking. And so, um, and to be honest with you, even if you look at like a Mike Young, Virginia Tech team, And the way that he's transformed that program offensively and the way that they space the floor and shoot the basketball, it just says a lot about the fact that they really believe Tyler Nichol can score. And that to me is a telltale sign that we're getting, we're getting a dude. And, and I don't listen, you think I don't you think care. Fletcher McGee was playing defense for Mike Young at Wofford? No, he was not. <laughs> he was just putting up three after three. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And so Tyler Nichol can come in and do that for Carolina. 
but he's going to learn to defend, I feel very confident, about this four-level score and what he's going to bring to Carolina. Not to we have, I mean, we've t- talked about him being the leading scorer in Virginia high school history, but goodness, the the list of dudes he passed, it's not just breaking Mac McClung's record. He's He passed Allen Iverson for crying out. Like, when you think all offense, that is Allen Iverson, and you scored more points in high school than this dude did. Give me all the Tyler Nickel. I'll give me all the nickels. I want them all. <laughs> give me all your nickels. Pat Kilby, any closing thoughts or, or ideas about Mr. Tyler Nickel? Well, listen, uh, to my knowledge, the last time we had someone with the name Tyler playing for the North Carolina Tar Heels, he turned out to be pretty special. So I'm thinking that this one will too. Yeah. We had, let's see, the last Tyler was a ACC player of the year. And then the Tyler before that we already talked about is arguably the greatest Carolina basketball player ever. He's certainly the ACC leading all-time scorer amongst other things. Oh, and that that 50, yeah, that's hanging on the front row. So give us all <laughs> the Tylers in the world. We'll take them. That's, that's right. great. Well, uh, man, I hope you all listening out there and watching out there are as excited as Pac and I are uh, for Tyler Nickel to be on campus with this great team. We're going to keep it rolling next week with another incoming freshman that we talk about. Pac, who are we doing next week? Who's it going to be? The big boy, Will Shaver. Will Shaver. I love it. We're going to get into Will, who has already been with the team this whole semester next year, but uh, this uh, next week, excuse me. But that is it for today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. Coming up tomorrow, oh man, gotta unpack everything that's been happening with the baseball team. I, I was on vacation the first part of the week and so had pre-recorded stuff. So finally I'm able to to get to talking about the, the Diamond Heels on tomorrow's episode. Thanks for your patience on that. Would you take a moment, whether you're listening or watching, to go ahead and subscribe? Love to hear your thoughts on our conversation about Tyler Nickel today and what you think he is going to bring to the Tar Heels this year. And please smash that like button. Do it. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow Pac on Twitter at Coach underscore K23. That's a pretty good number. And you can follow me on Instagram at Isaac Shade. I-S-A-A-C-S-C-H-A-D-E. Now, let me encourage you to make your second listen of the day locked on NBA Big Boards. Rafael Barlow and the whole crew give you an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, the latest rankings, and, of course, Big Boards. So follow Locked on NBA Big Board Podcast every day on the Odyssey app. Watch it on YouTube or anywhere else you get podcasts. Hey, thanks so much for spending part of your hump day hanging out with me and Pac, talking about Tyler Nickel. What a dude. Can't wait to see him in Carolina blue. Because you know what? It's always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow. Peace.